I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, y'all. Pat here. Want to pop by and remind you, I'm the best. Also, I play Ezra, mainly the best. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and, you know, uh, there comes a time in every bard's life where they have to sit you down, you know, you being the audience in general, and I appreciate the fact that many of you are already sitting down, so I don't have to, you know, do any forceful sitting down in this particular situation, but there's a time when a, a bard will have to sit his audience down and say, hey, it's going to be some real hard times ahead. Okay, and this is one of those moments uh, for me as a bard and for you as an audience. Uh, it's a real, uh, it's a real, uh, it's a tough one tonight, folks. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's going to get rough. Um, and I, I don't know what to say uh, to prepare you for it without stealing some of the emotional uh, gravity out of the situation as it unfurls. But I, I will say that uh, by the end of the night, uh, you know, we, we stocked extra handkerchiefs at every at every table uh, just be, just because I, I wanted to make sure uh, that everyone had a, had a good old fashioned snot rag to wipe off some of those salty, salty tears that shall be cascading down your faces by the end of this night. So uh, don't say I didn't warn you. Uh, I would suggest, you know, getting in uh, the majority of your three drink minimum in advance of uh, the real hot and heavy parts of this story. Uh, for no other reason than uh, the fact that it, it will dull the pain, I feel, somewhat uh, when, when you know, the rug gets pulled out from under you because it's coming, Buster. All right. So anyway, last time when we were together, I was uh, telling some of the ancillary side story business of, of when Mort went off and saved uh, the, the, basically the area around the uh, ocean for a group of merfolk, right? And, uh, you know, he had met with King Kaboom, a goblin king, uh, self-proclaimed. But I mean, all goblin kings tend to be self-proclaimed goblin kings. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, he, he had solved that particular issue and back he was in Amethyst camp and, you know, the crew all back together turned their focus due south, or I guess a little bit to the south. East, if you really want to be specific about it, uh, to the Temple of the Oaken Spire, an ancient relic of civilization's past where they knew King Eloy was currently hiding. The whole camp was finalizing plans for the attack that would soon come. So we rejoin the crew in Prince Amethyst camp. We'll, we'll, say it's, uh, we'll say it's dawn of a new day here. Uh, you guys have spent uh, the last few days kind of going over and going over and preparing for uh, the uh, attack, the assault on the Temple of the Oak and Spire, where you know that uh, King Eloy is, uh, is currently located. Uh, and today is the day that you guys are going to make your big move. So you are expected uh, at Prince Amethyst's tent, kind of now-ish, uh, for you guys to kind of go over the plan one more time. And, uh, and and just head forth. 
but as you guys uh, kind of roust yourself up and start heading over to Amethyst's tent, Jamtooth is on his way out of Amethyst's tent with a kind of a little hitch in his step. Hey guys, how, how you? How you? How's everybody this morning? Well, better now, my Jamtooth. You and Amethyst are uh, getting pretty tight there, huh? Oh, you know, he doesn't he don't know much about war, but uh, he know I think very good, and so I help him with plans, and I got big role in this. He tell me I got big role to do. So exciting, good stuff. Um, you know, I help out what I can. So I gave him advice all the time, and uh, he said, okay, here you have a job, and now please go prepare. So I'm going to go prepare for my job. I, I'll be uh, over... Uh, you know, sharpening my axe. You know, I got to do chopping of things. It's going to be great. Johnny good. So it sounds like he's just getting him to chop wood. Chopping wood is a very important part of a war, Lola. Yeah, you can make those... Uh, because we make a lot of wars. Make those, make those spikes that you put in and then the horses, and it kills them up real good with the, with the wood spikes. You know what I mean? And you gotta make food, you know? People are but, hungry, people wanna why would eat. You, why would you want to do that? You could kill a bunch of counting horses. No, 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 He's, no, a, no, gen- no. he's a gentle soul. He <laughs> wants to chop that. wood. There's only one horse that can count. Matt. The math horse. <laughs> he's awesome. Oh, man, could you imagine if he were here right now? He could solve all our problems. With math, the universal problem solver. Well, I know the, 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 the math-based ones. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Sense. You remember? Could you do the parentheses, the exponents? That's how you do it. Oh man, math it up. Math how would, and whatnot. How would mm-hmm. math solve any of our problems with math? That makes no sense. He'd calculate the angle for the catapult. That's one a trebuchet. He uh, we're okay. gonna fire well, you got it. Got me there. And it's gonna hit. And I'm gonna be like, maybe we'll crank it some more. But Matt could be like, mm, you know. Let's take it 45 degrees. I'll be like, dang, I was going to go 37. And he's like, no, 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 no. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Math. I didn't do it. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> you brought him up. That's all I'm saying. You brought him up. I, and I agree. I flap, I flap my hand against the, the tent door. Is she heading back to the blood tent? It, no, this is a king's tent. Oh. Okay. Let's come, go. come in. That's that's still awkward when you do that with the <laughs> flap thing. Well, you know what's us at this point. So go in. Yeah. All right. Your kingliness. How's it hanging? Um. Well, Mirka, uh, Mirka gives them uh, a couple of her hair strands, like in bows, uh, very low. Giving him the hair strands, like this is like the best gift anybody could ever give anyone, and it's fit for the king. Yeah, she's bowing to for the you. king. Apology tour, way to go, Obama. <laughs> uh, he he nods in a, in a way that hides the uh, confusion, and he opens a pouch on his belt and and puts the hairs inside. <laughs> <laughs> He's a patient man. <laughs> he is a patient man. Uh, so we have a big day ahead of us. <clears throat> Wanted to go over the plan one more time before we uh, start making our move here. And he leads you guys over to the map that uh, 
Mort and Lola, you guys have spent uh, hours kind of pouring over this thing, looking at it from every which direction, trying to figure out where you're going in, where you're going out. So um, as you guys are going over the plan, there's a few minor questions that I have for you to see what kind of a plan that you guys have. Come is up there with a chair? There is. Ezra goes like AC Slater and Saved by the Bell, and I spin it around like a cool youth pastor and sit in it backwards and like... Okay. Do I need to roll? It's pretty. Un- it's pretty awkward because it's a it's a big wooden cool. chair. It also has, but it also has arms on it. So you have to like slide <laughs> yeah. your arms through, <laughs> your, your legs through the armholes on this thing. Yeah. And I turn to the wall. I'm like, this is a cool look, right? You, if you saw me, like, if you if this was the chow tent, and you were like, damn, that dude's cool. Yeah. You'd say that, right? You turn your hat around, but it looks the same from both directions. You are as slick as you you ever were. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right. Primary on the question list is um, you guys have a you have a moderate sized force of of soldiers, but you're not going to be able to get everybody through the same wither glass to get to this uh, this temple. Uh, so you have some options here. The contingent that you can take, you got about 20 to 40 people, depending on how you how you work this. And. Uh, there are a couple of different places that you could you could use wither glasses to take you. Um, you don't have a lot of wither glasses for this area because you really like they weren't really expecting to have to go here. But over the time that they've spent kind of amateurs spent in exile, they've had the opportunity to like key some wither glasses in on some prime locations around Gravemire. And so he just happens to have some that are keyed in on these uh, on some areas near these locations. Is so, that by you had to decide three areas that are keyed into that location? Sure. Cool. That works. You have to decide whether you're going to take um, the... So, like, basically, uh, what, like, how much of your force is going to one location? Are you kind of trying to spread it out <clears throat> evenly? Or are you, you guys were talking about a pincher maneuver? Um, which would be I believe like, it's called a sandwich maneuver. Sure. Which would, be, which would take a fairly large uh, force... Uh, to each, uh, both to the north and to the south, and then you would bring in a smaller but probably more well-trained group to a, a yeah, assault head-on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so which part of those uh, groups are, are you guys going to be? Are you guys going to be the direct assault, or are you going to be one of the sides? I think we should probably join in with the, the center guys. Yeah, tip of the spear. All right. Well, Amethyr has decided that he is going to be in that in that uh, group as well. Oh yeah, that's good. So we can protect him and stuff. So then, what about the people that are with you? Um, I don't think Moon Kevin is planning on coming. He's not really a soldier, um, but Jamtooth is a hundred percent coming. Damn right. I mean, he's he's so, got to be with us. Yeah, Jamtooth okay, is sure. with me for sure. Yeah, I think we should take a few mages with us. Were we going to bring okay. some druids with like, us? Oh, yeah. Didn't Bajaya go to find druid help? Sorry, Merka. <laughs> Bajaya yeah, did. that was really more... That, that was more for uh, information gathering purposes right. to figure out and try to narrow down on a location. Mm. Counterintelligence. Which, uh... I think we should take, really like, pay the off. bulk of the mages with us. And send mm-hmm. like a couple of little groups, mages to either side, maybe. 
Or do we want a smaller group of mages with us and the bulk split up to the sides? How many mages do we have? Um, we'll say 20. You know who could help us evenly divide these mages? Matt the math horse. Told you, Lola. Math. The universal problem solver. Uh, I'm, I'm good with estimation in this case. You can't divide 20 by 3, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Alright, I'm also good with estimation. I, I've got in my brain, then, you're going to send larger forces to the north and south. Uh, in your group, you're going to have Amethyr, probably his second in command, um, and Jamtooth, all of you guys, uh, and then a contingent of mages. Probably a, f- a handful more soldiers, just like foot soldiers. Yeah, what do we dudes. have in, in the way of like foot soldiers and cavalry and siege weapons, all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I mean, you've got a, uh, you've got a couple of these big ass, uh, uh, like mech suity looking things that he was, um, like the, the, the demon robots. Yeah, the things that they had they they had uh created a glamour on and made them look like these like gigantic demons. They got a couple of those things. One of them is not in the best of shape, uh, but probably would be functional. So if we put one of those of each of the side groups, that will probably distract them all from looking up the center, as it were. Yeah, sounds good. So then, is the plan of attack that the uh, that the sides of the the, the bread of the sandwich uh, like confronts the uh, the issue first? So, like the first exposure they're going to get to to attack is is the forces to the north and south hitting, and then you guys are going to come in after, or are you guys going in first? I think we should try to scare them out. We should probably go in after. We'll let the the side guys distract them. Leading from behind? Weak. We gotta go in first, man. The troops gotta be inspired. They don't trust us. We're just a bunch of monsters. We don't know what we're doing, so sure, that sounds great. Let's go in first. I can still I can still turn into a bush if that's helpful. We can improvise as we go, it'll be fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I have I've got uh, Lola reaches to into her uh, whatever she's wearing and pulls out her bag and then pulls out one of the pieces of paper and throws it on the ground. Okay. Oh wait, I've got that specially prepared deck of cards. Yes. Okay, I'll just pick one out randomly. Yep. All right. It's Queen of Hearts. Uh, okay. It is a uh. A sexy incubus. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, Marka. So you throw this thing on the ground and it explodes, and then this like it's sexy, sexy demon-looking dude in like leather like starts sashaying around a the room. Daddy. <laughs> yeah. And everybody kind of like wonders what you do with this bag <laughs> in your spare time at this point. Lola's just standing there with her mouth just hanging open and she's kind of like you can't really tell but maybe she's turning red oh shit Brandon <laughs> Boyd's here what's up my dude the lead singer of the hit band Incubus get out of here yeah. if you pardon him for a second he bursts into flames <laughs> I didn't I mean, that wasn't my jo- I, I didn't even know what it would I 
I'll just be, I'll just be over here. She says, she hides behind us. <laughs> well, uh, there is something to be said about going in first. And that is that, you know, if we, if you, if we put you at the, at the head, um, it's, it's very likely that Eloy doesn't know anything about, um, what's, what's transpired with you and with the city and, uh, that you've even met me. Uh, I've even returned. That's a very good point. That he may just think to be coming to to help him or something. He may that's be able true. to get closer before he realizes something's amiss. Indeed. Okay, that sounds wonderful. Uh, then we should make haste. Let's make like a tree and leave. Leaf. The pun is leaf. 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 God damn it. Yeah, the pun is, is definitely Let's leaf. Let's make like a baby and head out. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, was, that was good. That was good. Uh, how have I never heard right, that before? So <laughs> you guys are instantly transported uh, via the power of Wither Glass to uh, a small area in a forest. And then um, we pass out. <laughs> yeah, that's all part and of the game, the isn't it? End of the episode. Uh, and then you wake up, and thankfully it's not right next to the area that you were trying to get to. It's a little bit outside. So uh, you guys groggily wake up, uh, and... It is, I mean, it's really, really thick forest and you guys are kind of happy that you brought mages with because they can kind of bend the, uh, the thicker, uh, parts of the, of the thicket away from you so that you can kind of make it through and, and your, and your going is a little bit better. Um, as you guys continue to travel closer to this area where you, where you guys know that you're, you're supposed to be going, uh, the trees are, are, are they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller as you go through. I mean, once, once you guys... Uh, the place that you guys immediately transported yourself to, the trees were uh, gargantuan, um, you know, probably a, a couple hundred feet tall. Whereas these, as you're as you're going through now, you know, they're getting smaller and smaller down to, you know, 70 feet, 50 feet trees. Um, and uh, soon enough, you guys pass through uh, some some really kind of, uh, you know, almost shrubs now uh, into the edge of a, of what looks like a clearing, but it's very shadowy and dark in here still. And as you look up, uh, the canopy has, has, has shot up, uh, a good thousand meters in the air. Uh, and this is, uh, one gigantic colossal tree, uh, that stands at the center of this, this area. And it's, uh, likely that its roots are the reason why, um, the vegetation in the surrounding area has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller because this is, uh, this tree is basically drawing all the new nutrients from all of the, uh, the land surrounding this area. Uh, and this, uh, is something that you guys will, would have known as, uh, the Oak Inspire itself. It's this, uh, massive Oak tree that sits atop, um, a, a ruined temple at this point. Um, the, uh, the temple itself is, um, kind of nestled down in the, in the winding roots of, of this tree. Um, the smallest of these roots is probably thicker around than Ezra is at the waist. Uh, and you see a multitude of these little stone buildings, many crumbling, uh, to the soft forest floor below several doorways into, uh, these side buildings are, are visible, but others are completely obscured by the roots that coil their way into the earth from the trees above. Well, the tree above. Uh, around the periphery, there are four colossal stone pillars encircled by stairs. One has uh, crumbled in half, uh, and you can see that it stands probably a third of its former height. 
at the tops of these stone pillars are, are carved like um, the, the stone is carved like massive bird nests. Um, and atop each of these, there are uh, more modern looking wooden ladders that, that lead up into the canopy of this tree. Um, uh, let's see. What else would you guys see? That's pretty much it. That's all you guys would see from there, which is probably a lot. So this is uh, awe inspiring, uh, to say the least. You've never seen a, a temple quite like this. Mm. Sarah, there's a baby crying in this temple. That's weird. Mm, you don't be, hear that? Must be getting ready for the sacrifice. Um, oh, it's true. This is true. Anybody? Man, I wish we knew how big the circumference of this tree was. Too bad Math Horse well, isn't don't here. You bring up that again. To calculate pi times diameter. Math Horse. I mean, he just misses Suck his fucking horse. You know? Yeah. It's been years. It's been years. Well, it's probably his first it, friend. But anyway. Is, my, is the incubus still hanging around or did it poof? That was a that was an incubus joke, but yeah, it didn't come oh, through the it. it did not come through the wither glass with you. Lola is like trying to stay away from it. <laughs> she, no, it's not there. Well, it did it's, not, it's not physically it there, but it's even just looking at it makes her uncomfortable. It's not even visibly there. It didn't come through the wither glass. The illusion did not come through the wither glass with oh, you. Oh, I thought we were oh okay. I thought we were already here when I did that. No. No. Okay. You guys did that in Amethyst Ted. Gotcha. So, do we see um, any people milling around at all? Uh, I don't know. Do you? Yeah. Give can me some look with for perception any people business. that are on guard or like mm-hmm, scouts mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. With finger yeah. It's a pretty Perception. big area, so. You know, if there was any way to figure out how many people were in the area, that would be I got smart. One. I got that three. I mean, I could figure that out, but it would kind of alert them when they all lit up on fire. <laughs> so, I got three. Uh, three. I got three. one. All right. Uh, well, there there doesn't look to be any people in uh, like on the ground level. Uh, as you look up. Uh, to the top of these pillars, it seems like uh, the, the the three pillars that are standing, uh, it looks like there are platforms that have been built up there uh, as kind of like a lookout points. And one of them does uh, quite obviously have a couple of people um, in it looking around and just kind of trying to keep watch. Um, you can't really tell if there is uh, more people up in the canopy above. But as you kind of look up there, you do see that uh, from uh, from branch to branch up above, there are uh, what look like rope bridges um, kind of built into the canopy up there. Uh, that's about all you see. I mean, can we get up to the rope bridges? Well, to get to a rope bridge, I mean, if I could give you the scale of this place again, we're talking about a thousand meters up Ooh. to this to the canopy. <laughs> so you're climbing stone pillars. Uh, you'd have to climb the the stairs around the stone pillar, get to the top of one of these pillars, and then climb a ladder to get up to the canopy. And then from the canopy, you would be able to move around on these bridges. Uh, a thousand meters? Do you mean one kilometer? Hashtag I mean, math horse. I mean <laughs> one kilometer. It is. We don't Whoa, do kilometers yeah, here, that okay? Even, that, even, that, even, that doesn't even sound <laughs> John, right. So let's John's pretend that. Back. 
Let, yeah, let's we let's don't pretend do I said a thousand <laughs> Imperial baby. Let's say let's let's pretend I said a thousand feet because that doesn't that would be a really long ladder that is and really it would not be structurally long. sound. <laughs> that would not be structurally sound. So it's about a third that height then. Now I I do have my fairy fire arrow, which would tell us exactly how many people are around here, but if I use it, the all cones are suddenly ignite in fairy fire, and they maybe put on alert if I did that. I just climb up this ladder and take a look around. Perhaps I'll, I'll wait until the the fighting starts, or until we're rumbled, and and then perhaps use that. A row isn't that what your people call it? You know, skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> got the fire idea? Lola, what are your idea? We can send in the sexy uh, man. I will do uh, whatever uh, it requires me not to have to go up to that rope bridge. Fair enough. Fair hey, enough. I, can, so. I can go up to that rope bridge. No problem. I can climb like crazy. But if y'all oh, want yeah. to do the other thing. I would rather not do the fire uh, thing because, you know, hair and... I mean, how about if our contingents of fellows here hang back and us uh, for... Just stroll, stroll up to the gate and and see what's what. Yeah, yeah, they, sure. I mean, at the at the very least, we could just rush, you know, rush in, create a lot of noise, see if we can get people to panic and run out into them. I I was more thinking of pretending that that we're on their side. Okay, yeah, no, the, this is the lay of the land. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to try and be a nice boy. And then no, things no, go nice wrong. Boys, we'll just run. Nice, nice, nice crew first. Hell yeah, brother! Hornet's nest. Second. All right, let's uh let's go up to this gate and ask if we can borrow some sugar. <laughs> All right. Well, there is quite noticeably no gate. <laughs> oh, well, uh, there's no but, gate here, guys. <laughs> well, <that'd> be- <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you guys can stroll. Uh, you can stroll right up to to the area. You know, if you guys walk out of the the bushes that you guys are kind of hiding in at the at the periphery of this canopy. Uh, it will not be long before you are spotted by that guard tower. Let's do it. That, that's fine. We're happy with him spotting us. Yeah, I think. spot me up. Like the the rest of them are staying back though. It's just us four that mm-hmm. are going forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and maybe right. Jam Tooth as well. Yeah, Jam Tooth has got to come with us for sure. Actually, uh, maybe we should leave him back. Too late. He <laughs> may put his foot. <laughs> okay. Too late. All right. So the the five of you uh, stroll out into the open. Uh, and you get, you get farther than you'd think, uh, for, for a couple of guys that are supposed to be up there doing a lookout. These guys are pretty amateur hour. Uh, but before too awful long, you can tell they've, they've seen you. Um, one of them takes a a torch out and, uh, lights something on fire next to him. And, and it, it was whatever it was. It was obviously very flammable because it goes up in flames, uh, uh, that almost threatened to, to scorch the, uh, the the ladder that they're next to and uh and then quickly all of a sudden uh the flames are gone and uh you don't really know what happened but uh it looks like whatever they did uh they whatever they've lit on fire they've they've put somewhere out of your sight at this point and uh both of them scramble up this uh uh, this ladder up into the canopy above well Uh, it's a probably probably a good bet to Say that plan A is about to fail. I, I shout up to them. Oh, hi up there. They continue up the ladder. <laughs> don't, don't run. Maybe they're... The Vizier sent us. Maybe they're 
preparing a feast. Maybe that was the bonfire they're going to roast the suckling pig upon. They are surprisingly fast at climbing ladders. And there they go. They're up in the cave. Do we see anyone else around? Or was it just those two? You do not see anyone else around. Shall we continue on inside? Well, I mean, we might as well. Literally got nothing else to do. Let's go. Let's go. We go to the front door. (laughs) Well, there's not really a front door. There's a a door. (laughs) There are a handful of doorways in the area. There's also um, the pillars that um, you can climb. And as you guys get closer in here, what you notice is the pillar that has been uh, that has crumbled and fallen uh, over over the years. Uh, you notice that as it as it's fallen, you can see through the middle of it. So these pillars are all hollow um, and you can tell that from the one that's fallen. You can see uh, that there's a there's a it's it, it's entirely hollow all the way down uh, to the bottom. I'm not quite sure what to make of this. Shoddy worksmanship or did they have some other purpose? Maybe it's like at the uh, bank. Give them the sucks up like it's a series of pneumatic tubes. Oh, maybe they perfected tube technology, and that's how they travel around, just zipping around in <laughs> tubes. <laughs> that also double the support structures. That's genius. Oh Can right? I whisper a message to Amather? Well, he did not come into the clearing with you. No, whisper you his magic to whisper. Magic whispers. Oh, I did. Oh, magic shit, whispers. Yeah. I forgot that was even a uh-huh. thing. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be like, ah, uh, keep on guard. The scouts already went up and they took off and lit a possibly a beacon, and you know they're out of sight now, so they may be on alert. Just you know, just as a warning. Did we decide he could respond or not? Uh, in the past they have, but I don't think that they can. In the past they oh. both have and haven't. Yeah. That's all right, well, for funsies, for our purposes, we're going to roll to see if he can. Okay. Would you say that was a careless? magically attuned. Uh, you get no response. I'm never going to dance again. Uh, well, should we carry on? Yeah, man. Well, let's just keep uh, walking. We head towards, like, the biggest, most important-looking... Entrance. I say let's walk until something terrible happens. Or the center one, if they all look the same. Let's walk until right, well, we can fight go- someone. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, if you if you go to the most central and uh and I guess overrun with, with roots building, um the 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 main area of it is uh is completely enclosed with roots, but there is kind of a side passageway that looks like it's actually been uh the roots have been chopped clean. Uh, and the doorway has been uh, has been carved open fairly recently. We hadn't through that way then. All right, it's pitch black in there. Uh, Lerno, do you have a, a magical fire thing? Or Absolutely are there, or, not. Are there just torches on the wall that we can light. No, I, I don't got that. There's nothing we uh, can light. Funny enough, as the uh-huh. wizard, you are the only one that can produce fire of any kind. <laughs> so, that was 
A blow to my ego? <laughs> if you do try to produce fire, just let me know so I can, like, get away from Step you. Step back. <laughs> I mean, presumably you guys have, uh, you have some sort of, like, flint and tinder option. You know, this would not have caught yeah, you sure. off guard. We'll I, say, I like a torch. You've got, well, let's, we'll give you a backpack lantern or something and like we that. we tried clapping. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> nope, didn't work. Clap off, clap <laughs> off. Yeah. All right, so as you guys walk inside, um, boy, it is an interesting room that you found yourselves in. Um, it is probably about 30 by 30 uh, feet, not meters. We're going to stick to feet because that, that's a scale I can deal with. Um, and every surface of this room is covered with, uh, with writing, and it is, is very intricate. It, it's not the sort of primitive writing that you would have expected out of a... Um, out of a ruin that is quite obviously this old, uh, but it is also in a language that none of you understand. Um, and one of the walls, uh, which is partially crumbled uh, because of the roots continuing to, to burrow their way through this, uh, even the stone of this place, um, shows a mural, a very intricate mural uh, that depicts what you would all recognize as uh, the events of the Celestial War. And it shows um, a menagerie of animals uh, separated to two sides. And on one side, uh, the side that's been partially destroyed um, from the wall collapsing, uh, you see a, a lion, a unicorn, a bull, a phoenix, a dragon, and an owl. Uh, and together, they are charging into battle uh, against a wolf, a boar, uh, a, a massive spider, a fox, a gray worm, a goat, and behind them all uh, is the uh, hyena. And the way that the hyena is drawn um, is it is recognizably uh, the face of the hyena that uh, Ezra has seen in uh, the Dream world. Hey, I met that one. I met that dude. Ezra points. You met him? Can you elaborate met him? <laughs> yeah, he's the one How that did, you... uh, he chomped, chomped my hand. He's the reason I, I was nubby. And I was nubbing it up, you know, for a week. He, he's the one that chopped your hand? Mm -hmm. That lion dude there is the one that licked me, though. Get that how I could escape. I asked him to lick my crotchal region. Uh, okay. Well, because he made me, he gave me a diamond hand, and I felt like, you know, maybe I could have a diamond. You wanted to return the favor? No, like a diamond crotch, too. You know? Oh, boy. Well, I mean, I guess that worked out for the better. You do have a nice, shiny gun hand now. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I guess he did me a favor. He's, I mean, he was he seemed all right, minus the chomping and the murder <laughs> and the terror. You know, well, I mean, maybe he wasn't such a good guy. Now that I listed all out his qualities, <laughs> maybe he wasn't so good. Sometimes it takes a lot. For you to figure out what a person really is like, you know. So don't don't beat yourself up about it. Not that okay, you are. Also, we're talking about a dream here. No, 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 no. Because I came back with no hand. I mean, no, it's some reality to that dream, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. 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 I I feel like there's there's magic in the world that can explain that away, other than you. Dr I mean, this is the gods, right? This is what the what the. So you okay. Well, well, put I, it two I mean, and two I together, then you hook up with a hyena god. Is that... Or, 
Technically, it wasn't a dream. He was stuck in a wither glass. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. So. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. That that wasn't a dream. <laughs> okay, well, we gotta... I mean, what's his, what's his nuts that I can never remember his name? Eloy? Captain. <laughs> Antoniel? Captain Antoniel. The captain of our, our boat, Antoniel. Um... <laughs> Yano. <laughs> Get off! Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, him, him. Uh, he said that he wanted to study the wither glass. Maybe he can give us some more information. Yeah, no, he was like really into teleporting again. Didn't care. He tried to bring it up. Shut him down. Didn't care at all. One e three may. Not this guy. Don't care about Yano <laughs> at all. <laughs> Well, good to know where you stand, I guess. <laughs> Shall um, we continue? Yeah, yeah well, we're, let's done. We've, we just stood up here talking for like the past ten minutes. Um, they definitely know we're here. Yeah, I'm gonna go find somebody How to kill. How do we get in? <laughs> uh, this room is all that is in this particular part of uh, of the of the area. Uh, you guys are just heading out yeah. now. Yeah, no exits from there other than where we came in. Then, I mean, I guess you can you can search around if you want to, but yeah, you guys are might as well do a little investigation. Edward is not; he thinks this tree city is bullshit. Is that (laughs) uh, wits Wits. investigation? Yeah, wits. One. Uh, you do not find any other exits or entrances besides the one that you came in through, but you do find uh, to the lower right below the wall that uh, the mural uh, is on, um, there is um, more writing in this section of the wall. And it's kind of it's it would kind of be the lower left hand side of, of where all the writing begins. Um, there is probably a half foot uh, in diameter pentagonal hole. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's, it's dark inside. It obviously goes, goes pretty far back into the wall. Um, and right next to the, the pentagonal hole, there looks to be uh, a faded and old, uh, insignia that has been stamped onto the wall. Um, and you would recognize it immediately, uh, because it is a great sword that is turned downward. Uh, and the great sword has, uh, angelic wings, uh, spread to either side of it. And this is uh, a, a symbol that has not been used for a significant period of time. Downward turned great swords in uh, in heraldry have been on the outs for quite some time as now they're no, they're thought of as as being tied to traitors uh, and liars. This is the insignia of the House of Steel Honor, as in Belladonna Steel Honor, uh, who was re- single-handedly responsible for the Austin Reach. As in the tattoo Ruth had on her lower back and above which the word said, <laughs> Abandon all hope, tramp ye stamp. enter here. Uh, <laughs> pointing uh, down. You're gross. Oh, Guys, so she was the person that decided she wanted to gather all of the, the artifacts together. Right, and started... Uh, started the war. That nearly killed started the yeah exactly it, it in fact did kill me and in fact did kill you yeah so you recognize that insignia very well uh i reached my arm into the hole <laughs> yeah you do oh all right <laughs> i i saw this play once called flash gordon he did a similar thing 
with a tree stump. <laughs> All right. Uh, the hole goes back further than your arm. Hmm. Yeah, it does. It's a small door to a large hallway. Okay. You know what I mean? Perhaps there's some kind of pentagonal key mm. thing somewhere around that we may come across later. Guys. Um, I guess we leave and try another room. Alright, well as you guys are uh, as you guys are leaving uh, you hear uh, the sound of um, crossbows being drawn uh, swords that are probably already unsheathed but boy, the way the moonlight glistens off of them, it makes them sound like shwing! and all that good stuff uh, because there is a, a fairly sizable contingent of soldiers surrounding this building right now. Oh, oh, thank goodness you're here. Um, I was beginning to think we'd found the wrong place. Guys, since, since we're... Uh, the, the vizier sent us. Since we're about to die, I got a confession to make. I, I was made for sex stuff. I wasn't always smooth as marble. You know, pharaohs, pharaohs used to be, used to be yeah, buried with, with all their favorite we, stuff. We, we knew that, Ezra. That, that we, was very apparent. Ruth, We've known this for a long time. Ruth had my marble peen detached and she was buried with it. That's why I'm smooth as marble now. I was definitely made for sex stuff. I've been lying to you all the whole time. It wasn't just for massages. And now that we're about to die, I feel like I can rest. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the shock. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, so, so you guys are going out to try to talk to the soldiers? Yeah, I say all that stuff that I said. All right. Uh, in the meantime, Jamtooth is like, is kind of freaking out behind you guys so he's like fiddling around with things trying to like find another way out of this building he's, he jams his hole into the uh the pentagonal thing that you got you were screwing with uh and something goes click and the floor what below did, him what did he stick in uh, he's he stuck his arm in which oh. is right. significantly longer than your arm uh because he saw you do it uh the floor below him goes click and uh a little trap door flings out from underneath him and he falls uh down below the building that you guys are in. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that, that's not good. Hey guys, uh, is uh, it's not, it's not very bright down here. So, um, a lot of bones. <laughs> <laughs> How many did the trapdoor stay open, or did it flip back up into place? No, it flipped back up into place. Hmm. Guys, I, I think it's okay. I'll find another way. I'll get to you guys in this, uh, from the other side. You know, there's a light off this way. I'll go this way. See you guys. Be, be, be careful. Jamtooth, did you hear my confession about sex stuff? It's important for you to know as well. Before I die. I wasn't listening. <laughs> All right, so you guys go out to confront the soldiers, huh? Yeah, sure. How many are there? All right, so... There is a there's a solid 40 soldiers, not a lot, but that's about kind of what you guys expected for his force. Um, is there any way that I can I, Lola can stay inside the door and just kind of let the big hide. bruisers go out? Sure. I can kill okay. five Absolutely. immediately Nobody's with my finger guns. <laughs> I'm a hide. Uh, and standing behind all of them is uh, a man you recognize you all recognize uh, as King Eloy. Oh, my my liege. Thank goodness you're here. Uh, the vizier sent us to to protect you. There's been rumblings of unrest from the the east. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, um, 
Oh, he God, that just is called. a wiener voice. He could have just he just could have just called me, first of all. So I know you're a liar. And um, I don't let, have a. I, I usually Wait. don't listen to skeletons. So I don't think I'd start now. Um, I uh, think we're just going to kill you. I mean, we we are we're members of Clash Tiger's retinue. We're loyal subjects of uh, the cause mm-hmm. of Merkheim. And um, where's where's Clash Tiger? Where's he been these days? Not protecting uh, the city. Crash not Tiger saving is, us from... is tied up with some other business. Mm. Look, if, <laughs> if you just contact your vizier, I'm sure he'll explain everything to you. Contact the vizier. Hmm. No, I think instead what we'll do is kill you. And then I'll just, uh, I guess, move to a different city. It's just Merkheim is apparently not the place uh, for me these days. So uh... I, I, I think killing us would be a big mistake. We're rather formidable and could could easily help defend you. I mean, have you seen the size of these two guys behind me? Hello! Mirko kind of, like, fluffs up her hair to make her seem even bigger. While this is going on, can I whisper to uh, Amather again? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey, uh, um, your highness? Uh, Liege? Whatever. Uh, Eli's here with about 40 soldiers, so, uh, you know. Take him in the rear. Come you want. Uh, again, there is no response. Yeah. Oh, hopefully he had. Hopefully he's sending the, the pincers in the, the bread. Send in the bread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so the soldiers advance on you. Uh, there are a lot of soldiers. 40. You guys could try to fight this, uh, but they're probably going to either kill you on the spot, or uh, I mean, they're, right now they're trying to they're trying to capture you, basically. So um, what if I kill five to, with my finger to guns? the trapdoor? <laughs> uh, you could. <laughs> so you guys run into the trapdoor. I first I loose my fairy fire arrow. Okay, uh, so you pull your bow from your back, you draw the string, and uh, throw the fairy fire arrow into uh, and knock it into place. And uh, as you draw the bow string back, it snaps. The fairy fire arrow falls at your feet, uh, uh. illuminating you in blue fairy fire that all can see and track quite easily. P.S. Don't fail. On uh, oh, chance no. rolls ever again. <laughs> that's why you wanted me to use it. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, because uh-huh. the next time that you tried to use your bow, your string was going to break. That's what I decided when you failed. The arrow broke. The string broke. The arrow fell on the ground and counts. <laughs> okay, so I pick up the arrow. I guess. Can I cast days on Eloy from my hiding spot? Sure, you can try. Awesome. Uh, I was going to shoot an arrow down the pentagonal hole as well, see if I could hit a button or something. I guess not anymore. Uh, I got two. He's rolling something. Oh. Yep. Yeah. He is He is seemingly unaffected. <laughs> <laughs> can I shoot him in the face with my finger guns and blow his... <laughs> head off of his body uh you don't have a clean you don't have a clean side on him because you got uh soldiers charging up the up the stairs to this place for you guys uh you you're about out of the options of hey can i do this before i flee 
This is yeah, a. I assume Ezra's arms are longer than mine. Yeah, I guess I'll we'll go yes, to the trapdoor. But before we do, I turn around and just all five at once, just shoot five bullets. Okay. And you unload your hand I cannon. Duck and pick up my arrow. All right, you unload your hand cannon. I'm gonna need you to roll. We're just gonna let you. We'll just have you roll ones for this, just in the interest of time. So, uh, ranged and um, dexterity. Dexterity. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember what my dex is. Give me a second. In the meantime, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Sing about boobs. Would he get in California? Dice mods for the actual whatever you want to do weapon as well, though. You normally do. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like my longbow gets an extra two. Yeah, my that's not gets because of one. And it's not because the longbow is great. It's because you're well trained with a longbow. But no, that's that's just the the base dice mod on a longbow. There's two extra dice. Four successes. Four. All right. Dang. Well, fair enough. You uh. You, you you take down four of these guards as they're advancing up the stairs. Uh, gut shot, you gut shot a couple. You headshot one. And another guy you just get in the arm, but he's a real wimp about it. Um, so you take down four guards and then you, you go f- fling yourselves back into the uh, the area that you guys were at. Ezra, Ezra, stick your thing in the hole. He shoots his arm in the hole and grabs the lever. Uh, okay, you go ahead and stick your arm in the hole. You find a, a little button at the back there, and as you press it in, sure enough, the trap door below you swings open. And we will drop down. With- all right, you guys all drop down. Uh, at least, uh, like, Ezra, we'll, we'll say that Ezra, like, holds the trap door open uh, when he when he presses it, and then you guys all get in there, uh, and then he like gets the in. Like the Cyclops from Crawl. Great yeah. reference, John. That crawl reference is really gonna <laughs> good. Paul, <laughs> I love that it's gonna sell everybody on this. All right, uh, so you guys slide down into the dark. Uh, I guess you guys but, probably still have your lantern. I mean, I'm on fire, so I probably emit quite. Yeah, a lot true, of light. true. Like all of you are glowing with fairy fire at this point, which is visible through the walls. So they may not know how you got down here, but they know you are below the uh, the floor at this point. <clears throat> All right. Well, you guys are standing on a mountain of uh, bones and dried, dead, decaying leaves and um, some like crappy old cloth and leather. That's basically the 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 the, geni- the, like, the gist of what you have down here. It's not it's not the best sacrificial pit you've ever found. Do we see the light that Chantooth was talking about? Uh, yeah, you can see uh, something burning over in one corner of this area. Ezra calls out for like Ezra, yeah, no, I found a way up. You found Kuma, a way dude. up? Yeah, no, okay, so... Like, and he's he's far away. Like, you can... It's echoing, like, pretty heavily. You can tell that whatever this area is, it... Um, it, it's basically the length and breadth of this whole complex. Mm. Uh, so this this area that you're in is underneath like the entirety of what um, of what where you guys were before. 
Uh, and he's he's yelling from far enough away and the echoes are, are kind of making it difficult to hear. Um, but yeah, he he's he's selling telling you, hey guys, this is uh is one of those is one of those pillars. You know, if you go back towards where we saw the the one broken down, you can get up. That made no sense to me, but we should head in the direction of his voice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can't get a bearing on the direction of his voice, uh, because it is bouncing off the walls and reverberating in a way that is uh pretty tough to to pinpoint. Does anyone have pinpoint we sound? The direction we assume he went. Because he went towards the light, didn't he? So if we head that direction. Yep, you guys can head in that direction. You guys heading towards the 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 visible flames? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you guys walk and walk and walk and walk, and it's a decent it's a decent track, but you get to uh what is um it looks like a it's like a big bale of of twine and sticks and pitch and it's uh it is uh on fire and the area kind of around it is also on fire um and if you uh kind of look up you can see that you are directly below one of these massive pillars um that uh the guys were kind of camped out at the top of mm. um, so this is likely whatever they toss down uh, after they initially were alerted to your presence. Hmm. That's weird. Why would they throw that down here? Do you think they were on our team and they knew we would come to this trapdoor and so they wanted to provide us a light? Maybe there's some kind of beastie down here that they were awakening. Oh. Uh, you guys can also tell... Um, from where kind of where you're standing, you know, the area that was around where it fell is kind of on fire. And then as you look, you can tell that there are little trails of fire that kind of streak off in a few different directions. Um, like it, whatever this thing was, it lit uh, some trail of, of pitch or oil or something. I take it we don't see Jamtooth anywhere here. You do not see Jamtooth, but you can tell kind of what he was talking about as there is a uh, a small staircase that goes up around the inside of this pillar, just a, kind of in a mirror to where uh, the one was on the outside. Uh, so if he was directly underneath any of these pillars, he would have been able to, to climb up and get out through there. Do, do we want to head up or continue on a bit, find out where these fire trails head? I don't know, like, just figure out, well... I can't imagine Mirko wants to yeah. go into the fire. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. Uh, I, w- I would like to head out. That's fine. I kind of wanted to go to the fire, but, you know. You, you can always split. Yes, split, 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 split. Okay, I I'm going to go to the fire. If, if you all really want to go to the fire, we can do that. Just, you know... I'll just be behind you all, so if we get to the fire and it's too hot, you no, know, I can just, like, yeah, kind of stay to the side and not be right up on it. Yeah, let's do that. That's another plan. No split. Let's go. We're to the fire. Yeah. We follow one go of the, the, fire. the trails leading off from the fire. I, I, I go. All right, as you follow... You follow one of the fire trails, uh, and it, it goes for, for a little while in one direction, and uh, quickly you see that it's going to, towards uh, another uh, kind of barrel of pitch and 
uh, and twigs and stuff that was uh, that's also set on fire downhill down here. And it is directly below kind of an open uh, circular area that looked like it was set in the floor of one of these other buildings in the area. Curiouser and curiouser. Should we try and go up? Scramble up? An elaborate central heating system? <laughs> I'm into it. If you guys are if you guys are super confused, you could feel free to roll intelligence. I was because just gonna yeah. ask. <laughs> awesome. Yes, that makes sense. Intelligence and intelligence. Um, what? Great question. History? Investigation? Uh, uh, I mean, I ve- you could do investigation. Yay. One. None. Three. All right, so Lola figures out that uh, the early guess of Beacon was probably right. If, um, as she kind of looks around, there's uh, more of these... Um, flaming piles kind of off in different areas down here and chances are that um, these are uh, these these little fire trails um, set fire uh, to to beacons underneath all of these buildings that there was some way to see down on and so as the fire uh, was lit from underneath it would alert to anybody in, in any of these outer buildings that there was some reason of, of alarm basically oh uh, yeah 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 beacons I thought you were giving us just a word. Just the word beacon. Oh, I mean, they, 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 I, I figured you could infer from that what this was. How long have we known each other, Lola? Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, this was a uh, part, uh, there's, it looks like there's a beacon system down here to be able to warn, you know, through all the buildings when someone came close. Mm, mm-hmm, okay, okay. That's how they know we're here. Yeah, I, I guess we head back and go up the pillar. Up the pillar. So does that sound like a plan? Oh yeah, it does. Well, I am. I'm also thinking that you know, there's probably more down here. If there were people down here to see the beacons, then there's got to be more down here, right? Uh, I I think they would just look down the hole and, and see the beacon. That right? is also true. Perhaps they're alerted by the, the smoke coming up from the beacon, <sighs> and then they look down and. and See, uh-huh. what happens if it's like a rainy day, though? <clears throat> These people just think that through. <laughs> Magic fire. Mm. No, I mean not for the fire part, but for the smoke. Are you gonna see the smoke? But what if it's like overcast and like heavy rain? Should we go back up the pillar? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we should be careful. We're still glowing, so they're they're gonna see us coming. It's all right. Hopefully- you guys climb. And climb and climb and climb and climb. And really, I should give, make you guys give some climb rolls because this is these are thin stairs and they are going up a very, very high pillar. Yeah. But in the interest in the interest of time, I will not force you to make oh, climb man. rolls. How's going to be like you guys emerge so good at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got climbing as well. Uh, you guys emerge at the top of the pillar that uh, you saw the, the two guys at um, with the little um, lookout post on it. Uh, and as you look down, you can see uh, that the sandwich has arrived um, yeah. and the bread has moved in 
Um, and there is a there is a battle happening down there. And from your vantage point, uh, you can tell that uh, your forces have uh, heartily overpowered uh, King Elo's forces. <laughs> Sloppy Joe, pepper sandwich. Let's go fight. Can I uh, repair my bow before we move on? Uh, yeah, you should be able to do that. Ooh, what if he does it with woven together Mirka hair, and that makes all his shots more powerful? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't know how that would be a better bowstring than a actual bowstring. The magical presumably you had a fair. I don't think my fur has very much magical powers. Do you want uh, a roll for this or just Except say? No, you can do it, but it's just going to cost you. No. So so Mort can do that. It's just going to cost him a little bit of time. If everybody else wants to try to start moving towards the battlefield or not, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, that's fine. I'll but catch up. an archer. He can be behind uh, us. Prepare my bow and, and keep you covered from up here once, once it's done. Um, can I stay back with Mort and start swinging spells down there? Sure, if you want to fire spells into... Uh, a bunch of Our people friends. engaged in melee. That's perfectly fine. God damn it! As was going to I feel like I could target people with at least days. I, I, I will tell you. I will tell you. This battle is largely over before you guys are even going to be oh, able right. to hit the battle. Okay. okay. I'll just repair my bone. Head down with everyone. Okay. Mirka's like charging at the battle. <laughs> you guys get down there, and uh, the what's left of Eloy's forces, which is only about. Uh, ten guys at this point are all unarmed. Um, they have their arms; they just don't Where's have weapons. Where's Eloy? Um, <laughs> Eloy is uh, Eloy is standing directly before uh, Amethyst, uh, uh, and he is uh, unarmed as well. Ezra walks up to him and punches him as hard as he can in the gut, knocking all the air out of him. <laughs> and he says, "Who's who, who's gonna who's gonna kill who now? Huh? You, you want to tell me who's gonna die now?" <laughs> You do that again, and it's going to be both of us, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. My nub. What's this guy talking about? I turned to talk to uh, Amethyr. Well, um, so it seems my brother has uh, changed the rules a little bit. Um, in short, and I had an inkling that this would be the case, he has... Um, Giving himself a bit of a dead man's switch. What is that? Uh, Eloy looks up at you and he says, "If any of you kills me, you you're dead too." Okay, Pistrum cursed me and whoever I might be killed by. It's something that 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 nobody can over overpower. It's a concentration spell that he, he perfected over centuries and it's activated on my death and whoever kills me is dead. Oh, what okay. Hey, you. I snap at one of his, uh, snap at one of his uh, assholes that he has with him. Kill this guy. You kill this guy. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to kill you. What I'll do is I'll take you with me to your family and I'll make you watch as I murder everyone you've ever loved. So you can save your family and kill this brick or I'm going to go kill everybody. Up to you. I hope we could throw him in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, but there's real weird caveats. What if, you know, we're the ones that throw him in jail, so but the jailer forgets to feed him. And then you said this curse is a concentration spell. Does that mean that uh, Piston's currently concentrating on keeping this going? 
This isn't this isn't Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. Doesn't work that way, buddy. I've already I've already you solved our problem. Centuries. How old is Pissrum? I don't know. It's not the important part here. Ezra Chica. just keeps pointing. The important part at is one of the game uh, set match. soldiers and was like. Lola squints at him. And can I do an Arcana check to see if I can see if this Absolutely. is true? Uh, the guy that Ezra, the guy that you are continually pointing at is just like, obviously not having this. He's just like, uh, Ezra kills him. Really? <laughs> yep. Really? I kill him. Wow. That escalated yeah. quickly. And then I turn to the other one and say, all right. All right. You are, you are immediately seized by, by Amethyst's guards. What the, what is this bullshit? Oh, we want to kill them. We want to do this stuff. And now this is war, my dude. People die all the time. I would not force anyone to make this choice. And I don't need to force anyone to make this choice. <sighs> someone has already made this choice. We have someone for this. Oh, well, I wish we had. And Eloy's like, I don't know what you think you've got, but um, it's gr- it's all well and good to say to say that, you know, you could say, oh, you know, it, my life would be so much better under this other king. But, you know, to say that it's going to be better even in your death, that not a lot of men are going to be brave enough to step up for that. From the pillar that has been crumbled, you hear a roar unlike any that you have ever heard before. <gasps> uh, and charging into battle with his axe unfurled, uh, wearing the uh, armor that his mother gave him at seven years old that still barely fits uh, is Jamtooth. Ezra wriggles three and tries to shoot Jamtooth in his knee. You, you're going to have to give me a strength roll, and there are five guys holding on to you right now. I tackle Jamtooth to the ground. All right, you can try. Can I cast Daze on him? <laughs> you guys are all going to try. That's fine. I had a dope plan. America is pretty strong. She's going to try to stop him. What kind of roll also, you want? I got four on that Arcana intellect roll to figure out if that curse is real. Yeah, there's there is some serious juju okay. going on what with Amethyst. What role do you want Eloy. for tackling Jamtooth? Strength and uh, well, it's gonna have to be. You're gonna have to. It's not so much strength as I would think that being able to to react fast enough to it. Um, so, so why don't you give me dexterity. a dexterity and athletics? Got it. Sure. I got three successes. All right. I got two successes. Was anybody? Oh, well, I guess uh, Ezra is being restrained at the try. Who's going to let Jim die? (laughs) (laughs) And was Lola casting days on him as well? Yep. All right. <clears throat> Go do that as well. <laughs> Only two. All right. So the way that this goes is, uh, Mort runs uh, to try to to try to intercept Jamtooth on the way, uh, but his legs are kicked out from under him by uh, Amethyst. Uh, Mirka, who was standing a little bit further a- away. Uh, also tries to run and and get at him. And right when she gets to Jamtooth, 
uh, Lola has uh, has her hands up and is uh, trying to cast this spell to daze him. Uh, and uh, Jamtooth uh, is uh, intercepted by Mirka and he lets go of his axe and it goes flying uh, towards Eloy, catches him in the square of the back and Eloy goes down. And oh, Mirka no. manages to uh, to tackle Jamtooth to the ground. Uh, but when she kind of sits up, she sees that there's 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 nothing there. <gasps> oh, so no. he's just like she's just holding dead Jamtooth. Ezra collapses. So they're holding up his whole weight, like complete dead weight. He's not even standing anymore. Mirka just lets out of no. I stand up and angrily stalk towards Alpha. I know, I know. Just go ahead and let it all out. I know it's 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 devastating. I mean, even now, this this many years later, and I I I mean, I must be honest. I never met Jam Tooth. Um, my my part in the story did not come for. For, for a little while still um, but I mean the way that the, that the crew spoke of him with reverence and um, told stories of the songs that he'd sing and the ski scat bebopping let me tell you I appreciate anyone who can do a good scat rhythm so um, it was certainly a, 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 a shock I feel he was not the first person that these uh Intrepid adventurers had grown close to that had died, but uh, he was, it was something special about that one. In, in many ways, things, things changed at that point. Um, things changed inside each and every one of them. And, uh, you know, they would never quite be the same. All right. Well, I'd like to say that next time it's all sunshine, raindrops, and uh, and uh, you know pinwheels and uh, lollipops. But it's not. Let's be honest. You know, it's it's tough to recover from a loss like this, and there will be some strife. Uh, but I feel it's it's crucial um, to 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 realize that you know you're here for a story about heroes, and um, this is the crucible in which heroes are formed. I should I should write that down. Actually, I think that's going to go in my next book. Um, I Just a moment, please. I, I, need, I do need to get that down while I'm here. I will forget it. My mind just does not remember these things these days. And it's, a, it's unfortunate because I've worked Crucible by which heroes are forged or in which heroes I'll work on it I'll workshop it but I've got the gist of it now I, I just have to write these things down when they come to me at this point in my life you know you'll learn about it when you get older kids <laughs> all right well I mean don't mope around for the whole next week and a half two weeks or so just I don't want to see you out on the streets with a big dour look on your face like oh how could anyone be happy right now Jam Tooth is dead yes yes well he's been dead you just didn't know about it yet um, so there's nothing new in that arena, except your knowledge on the matter, you know. And it's better to have known someone who died than to have never known them, and then they died anyway, right? So, I mean, think about it that way. So don't be dour about it all week. Come back in a couple of weeks, you know, with a fresh outlook on life, you know. Respect uh, the living while they're here, and remember the dead once they're gone, right? 
Um, but don't take any moment for granted uh, because, hey, you don't know. You know, you could push somebody in the, in the middle of the street, just be like, you know, hey, get out of my way, buddy. And they could go get rolled into a cart, you know, and the cartwheel could go right over them kill them in an instant and then hey you didn't realize they're also cursed with this payback attack revenge spell thing that apparently was what was going on with with king eloy so i mean that could kill you in the moment just because you shoved somebody out of your way in the marketplace square you know it could, it could happen to any of us any day i mean what so so live each day like it was your last okay because uh, it very well may be <laughs> you know we don't know um and anyway, so uh, do come back in a couple of weeks. Uh, tip your minotaur bartender. It's a new fellow. Um, I apologized. Uh, you know, he's learning. He's learning, folks. But uh, there were some issues with the old one giving away free drinks or something. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't paying much attention to the to the whole situation. But anyway, we do have a new bartender. Um, you know, and it was actually a good situation for this young fellow over here. He'd never been bartender for a moment in his life. You know, it's just actually it was a. Lydia, you're, you're a blacksmith, weren't you, Sonny? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's a good job. And, um, you know, the, the, the recently the Gilded Ram has taken on, a, a, doing a little bit of marketing. And, you know, they, they like my catchphrase, the little line of tip, your Minotaur bartender. So, you know, they got rid of the old one. They said, well, we got to put a new Minotaur back there because if we don't do that, then we're going to have to lose the line. And who wants to lose the line? So they hired a new Minotaur bartender. So tip your new Minotaur bartender. Maybe not as much as the old one because, you know, he's still learning the trade. But certainly, you know, fill that jar right up over the course of the night, folks. And uh, I will see you all next time here at the Gilded Ram Gronk House and Room. potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary you can also head over to bruteforcepodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of eorith if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy also don't forget to make your way over to itunes to leave us a five-star rating and review reviews are like shiny things and that makes lola happy new episodes come out every other tuesday so go subscribe grab your gear and get ready to go adventuring with brute force